When the walls fell, this is Dan Owings coming at you another time for Lower Road Radio with my co-host, as always, Jason. How you doing today? Good. I can't hear anything in my headset. Really? So I can hear everything. Okay. So you know, it's gonna be a little, might be a little interesting. <laughs> if, if anything weird happens, I'll let you know. As long as you can hear it, we're a little okay. behind the uh, scenes. I can hear just a little bit. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Maybe know. your headphones are messed up. Check, check. That would check. be my guess. Uh, somewhere so, there's a, there's um, a bad wire somewhere. But, you know, hey, what, what are you going to do? do? I'm just going to tweak the settings. Before the show, it. we were working out some technical details, which obviously we're continuing to work out now. Yes. And uh, you asked Stella, hey, if you plug your earphones in to this, do you think it'll matter versus what you normally plug your earphones into? And her answer was, I don't ever really listen anyway so it doesn't really matter <laughs> which isn't true which I is, see her laugh from time to time yeah i also see her looking at her phone so i don't know if she's you yeah. know just laughing she's at a meme texting her friends or she's yeah i don't know what's happening i don't know what's happening either so um i got a text from john just right before the show john fitzy oh okay john yeah. fitzpatrick i uh i was gonna try to get him into the show but he said he's getting ready to start something so not what? right now like, wow what the heck john Okay. You texted me. Nice to know that uh, <laughs> we're high on your priority list. Yeah, I mean, it was going to be real quick. It's not like it's going to be... Yeah, we're just we going to talk him about, on for the whole show. He's going to say something about Tottenham <laughs> and how, you know... And he was going to pronounce it Tottenham. Well, that's how he does it. Yeah. The rest of the world I, says Tottenham. Every Tottenham fan I've ever seen or heard says yeah. Tottenham. There's no H. But he hits the ham pretty yeah. hard. Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so... Um, if you're listening, hopefully he says Kois won't change. Instead of C O I S, he says Kois, like he's Kois. gives me the yeah. fist bump, which stands for come on you Spurs. But I don't think, I, I think it's just C O I S. I don't think anybody says Kois other than our friend. Come on you Spurs. John. Yeah. That's uh, he's still growing. <laughs> he is a bigger fan than we are. He knows more he, about the team. Does he? I, uh, sometimes when I'm talking to him, <laughs> he's like, I don't know, man. Like, because if Henderson doesn't quite, I'm like, yeah. Henderson, yeah, coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watch, yeah, but you know. not as they, they haven't been great lately. I think they're seven. for a while. It looked like they were going to get in the top four, yeah, and then but, it's a roller coaster. You know, hey, it's it's uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Also, um, before the show, we were talking, and uh, and you said, oh. I I wish I could change some things. And I'm like, just like in life, you know? Yeah. And you said, yeah, there's lots of things that change. And and it made me think about, you know, have you ever met somebody and they, they're talking about their life or whatever, and they're like, you know, though, I wouldn't change a thing. If I could go back, I wouldn't change anything. That person is, there's one of two things that person can be. Yeah. A liar uh -huh. or an idiot. Yes. Who 
There's lots of things I would change. Any sane person yeah. would say, even if there's just, even if they're minor things, and if you're, even if you're like, I'd marry the same person, I'd live in the same city, I'd work the same job, even if the major things in life you feel like you wouldn't want to change. Though, if you, like, let's just say that you went back and there's one thing you wanted to change from your childhood. Yeah. That could make you address it. Right. <laughs> You would have killed me many years ago. <laughs> um, that would drastically change everything. It's the sliding forward. doors effect, right? Yeah. Or the butterfly butterfly effect. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you could be like it's fifty fifty. One slight adjustment could have changed the course of your entire your life, life. Could be miserably worse. Mm-hmm. Like if you hadn't broke, would you break your arm like in elementary? No, this finger. You broke your broke your pinky. Technically, it was just dislocated. Mm-hmm. It was turned sideways and sticking out. Yeah. So it looked like, you know. <laughs> and, and if that had not happened, maybe maybe your life would have been a completely been different a professional situation. basketball player. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. I, or who knows? Either know. way, don't say that stupid thing that people say, which is, I, I wouldn't change anything. If I could go back, I wouldn't change a thing. I'd change a lot. That's of the dumbest thing. I, yeah. I would change so many things. Yeah. I wouldn't eat Dunkin' Donuts that time I got food poisoning. That's yeah. like number one. <laughs> but everything in your life. Out of everything. That was it. not fun. Yeah. So I'd go back and not eat that. I'd also, I, if I'm being honest, there's a lot of things I wouldn't eat, you know, yeah. if I could, many things. Yeah. I, I would go back and I would say. You'd uh, be at least 100 pounds lighter. At least. I, 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 I was thinking about it the other day, how many calories I've consumed just cleaning up after my kids in yeah, my life. I do that a lot. I've probably consumed a million or more calories. Just, uh, there's an extra chicken nugget. I don't want it to go to waste or yeah. a couple of fries. Or, well, you and I grew you know, up members of the Clean Plate Club. Yes, we were members of the Clean Plate Club. We had to eat everything. <laughs> we ate everything. Yes, that's what you did. That's what you, you did. You cleaned your plate. Absolutely. If you wanted to get, if you wanted, if you wanted dessert, my, my kids throw away so much food. Yeah, a lot. and I have a hard time with the throwing of the food away. And so a lot of times I'll just eat it. There's one more piece of pizza. There's one more. Sometimes I'll eat something just because I don't want to put it in the fridge and I yeah. don't want to throw it away. It's like ah, I don't know. Just are we gonna eat one piece of pizza lately? Are we gonna have one taco later? Are we gonna you know? Right. I'll just eat it because yeah. I don't want to just put one hot dog in the fridge. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to throw it away. Right. And I don't want to give it to the dog because it gives him diarrhea. On Saturday, I had a whole uh, Papa John's pizza all to myself. Yeah? Polished it off in about 10 minutes. Large? Yeah. Uh, Supreme. Regular crust, not thin? Just hand-tossed. Just the regular hand-tossed yeah. crust. That's impressive. So. I mean, I could eat a whole pizza by myself without even. Yeah. I mean, attention. I wasn't planning on it, mm-hmm. but, you know. How she we always makes weird faces yeah, and she's... stuff. I'm like, is something wrong? I don't know. I don't know either. Um. Okay, so. Okay. So, do you have stuff? Listen, I got so many things. I mean, maybe not, but I have a couple of things. I have things. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go? First? Uh, why don't you go first? <laughs> <laughs> so, this kind of goes back to changing something. Okay. I was watching something the other day, and they were talking about how if every day or every year, every week, you just got 1% better. And I've heard Got you it. say this too. I'm a big fan of the 1% theory. Right. Um, I started thinking about it. There's work involved to do that. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, 1% isn't a lot. No. But that's the whole idea, that just yes. a little bit of effort mm-hmm. 
every day mm-hmm. improvement. It's like swinging somebody on on a swing. You just push a little bit harder every time, and the momentum of the last one is even helping you this time. Right. So like the one percent is not that much, but it like in the long run, right, makes a big effect. So I had a thought. I think it would be equally nice mm-hmm. to do one percent less every day. Hmm. Yeah. That's one way to go. Because listen, day to day, your life's not getting drastically worse. Mm-hmm. Just to do 1% less. Just to do 1% Be 1% less. worse. It's not going to make that big of a difference. It's not going to make that big of a difference. Yeah. And it's less effort. Yeah. So like- I would say most people are hovering 1, one 2, 3% good, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5% bad. Like I, I would say you're in like a, there's one like a 10 forward, percentage range that you're always kind of hovering oh, in. You. Yeah. You know? That would be my thing. Ultimately, your to life is what it is. To make that 1%, I think anybody can make their life 1% better tomorrow. The question is, will that 1% remain? To or are you going to lose it? Yeah. I think that's the that's the hard part. Anybody can have a good day, yeah. but it's it's making that 1% stick for a long time. I think time. the problem is the daily, the daily approach to that. Yeah. I think a weekly approach is better. You think so? Like next week, 1% better. Mm-hmm. I, see. I can do that. That's accomplishable. Okay. Day to day, that's a lot. Yeah. Would you like to be 300% better in a year? I don't think that's possible. I don't think so either. But yeah. if 1% times 1% every days, day, but you got to maintain that 1%. I think, yeah. yeah. I think uh, maybe maybe even 1% a year. Yeah. And you'd be doing fine. 100 years from now, I'm 100 You'll times be better, better than you were. Yeah. If I lost one pound a year. Like if that was my goal, yeah, to lose one pound a year, you'd hit your goal when you're ninety. <laughs> <laughs> or no, wait, a hundred. Maybe I should. Maybe my goal should be to lose ten pounds a year, <laughs> a pound a month. That would actually be a decent goal. Yeah. If you just aggressive is two and a half a week. That's aggressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you just said I'm going to lose a pound a month, that seems yeah. reasonable. Yeah, you could do that. Mm-hmm. I'm under two hundred. I feel pretty good. Pounds a month. Yeah. <laughs> Total. I weighed myself at 198 today. Mm-hmm. Feel pretty good about is that, it. That's, and that's after the entire pizza. Yeah. So that's working for you. Yeah. You've, well, that's why I ate the entire pizza. I was under 200. And so you figured. That's my goal is mm-hmm. under 200. And that's when you can just let it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once I go over 200, I'll watch it. Watch it. No more full pizza. When I'm pizzas. under, that's a whole pizza. Okay. So I'm hey. doing this thing. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> so 1% hmm. worse. That's my first thing. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I've had a busy week. Last week, we yeah. were talking about um, the things in your house that you would want to find. Mm. We talked about snakes oh, and yeah, spiders. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of comments about that. A lot of comments about that. My mother-in-law, Susan, fan of the show, I guess, because she yeah. was listening. Was she listening on online? Uh, she was on online listening, yeah. yeah. And um, she... Uh, reminded me of the time well in in their previous house every once in a while a gopher would find its way in the house Mm. they had these little gophers when you and i think gopher we think groundhog yeah but they have these tiny little like 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 timon from uh Uh, lion king kind of size thing you know and uh they're all over and you shoot them it's kind of actually pretty creepy when you shoot them because they're cannibals and so you you get a little what's a little gun like a 22 22 and uh you know you just kind of when they when they put their heads out, you just kind of pelt them, and then they just kind of fall on the ground, and they're just there. Sometimes just kind of twitching a little bit, you know, and they're dead. And all of a sudden, you see another one stick its head out and kind of 
and it grabs oh, the dead gosh. one. It pulls it into the hole. So I don't That's know what scary. they're doing down there, but the whole thing is a That bit should be odd. a movie. So um, it's really scary. Lots of gophers out there, and um, they uh, they found it in their house a few times, which is a little like disconcerting. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminded me of the time that Erica's uh, little brother, we were working on a construction site, and uh, you know those window wells that are like deep, yeah. you know, like a deep window yeah. well for like a basement. Down in the window well, there was a gopher mm. that was stuck. Yeah, you know, and he's like, you know, we should probably do something about this, you know, because if it's it just can't climb out, it's yeah. stuck down there, it'll die. So we should probably do something about that. So Jake makes a uh, gets some sort of a twine or something, and uh, puts a, a little loop on the end of it. Um, that uh, like a noose, like a noose kind of a thing, and then sticks it down and pulls it up, and then he's walking. <laughs> he's got a groundhog on. He's a leash. got a groundhog on a leash, and he's walking this groundhog around the house on a leash, and it is hilarious. Like yeah. we're cracking up. I mean, the groundhog is like very upset about this situation, yeah. but it's the funniest thing <laughs> that you've ever seen. Is Jake walking this groundhog around on a leash? And so he's walking it around, and he's pretty proud of himself, and we're all just busting up laughing because yeah. it was just pretty funny. And uh, all of a sudden, this super like tough-looking construction guy, I don't know, that was on another job or something, um, walks up, pulls out his knife, and cuts the thing. And um, and he was like, and he yelled at Jake. He's like, "How would like, how would you like it if I put a leash on you and walked you around?" And Jake's like, "I wouldn't like it." Just. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, like we saved it, and it was like super awkward. Yeah, We're yeah, like, yeah. you know, I mean, first of all, it's a gopher. There's a right. billion of them right. everywhere, and you know, he was just having a little fun with it. And if it wasn't for Jake, the thing would have been dead anyway. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. I was. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. And the guy just got really upset, like, dude. I saved. I just saved. I this saved gopher. its life. I saved its. Life. I mean, it's a bit dramatic, don't you think? Cutting yeah. of the the thing. I mean, he could just be like, "Hey, man, knock it off. You know, right. let it go. And, okay, fine, I'll let it go." But. And now this thing's running around with a leash on its neck, you know. <laughs> it's going to be an outcast yeah. in its in its group that could be like going to be cannibalized from? tonight. To, yeah, that yeah. actually that guy probably signed its death warrant. Yeah. It'll probably never survive. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um was there more to that? Story? No, that was pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> We're ripping through. I mean, we are getting it done. So, speaking of animals, <laughs> one of these things and strange things. One of these things better stick, Jason. Something going to make a Mount Rushmore out of something. When we were kids. Yeah. I wrote this down. Mm-hmm. This is in my notes. Okay. We had some fish. Yes, we did. And Big uh, Ben. Big Ben was the best. Big Ben was an awesome fish. He was a goldfish. He outlasted all of us. He, he was, was a koi. Big. He was a koi? He was a koi. I just remember he was big. He was a big fish. And we named him Big Ben. Well, because we had a bunch of little goldfish. We had a little goldfish that we'd gotten at like a fair yeah. or something. You know, and you then, and then we thing. got a koi as like the big goldfish. It was a big deal. And uh, we didn't realize it, but we put one of the beta fishes in there. Yeah. We and just it, thought it was a cool looking fish. We didn't know. It killed every fish. Yeah. Except for Big Ben. It held on. Big Ben did. Well, eventually. Eventually it got him. It got Big Ben. But uh, I don't know if you remember this. The, the just random. We never stuff. saw it happen, though. No, we would just come by the next, the next day, morning and it'd be like, floating. "Feels like there's less fish than there used yeah. to be." Well, one of them would be floating to the top. Mm-hmm. It didn't eat them. I feel like it did eat them. The beta, that yeah. little fish. Yeah, it ate all the other fish. I think so. No, you ate a whole pizza. 
I did. I mean, if like an alien was looking at you and the other alien was like, see that thing? It ate that entire pizza. I'm like, no, there's no way they could eat that. That thing's like, it's giant. Like, there's no way. stomachs are only like this. Where could it? That's not. I'm telling you, this thing. I saw it happen. It can eat more than you think. That's ridiculous. Beam it up and probe them. Do you remember? Mm -hmm. Please, no probing. Do you remember thinking that there was a wire yeah, stuck definitely. to the fish. Yeah, definitely. I had this thought the other day. Yeah, because it would poop. Well, we didn't know it was poop. We didn't know it was poop, we but it looked like a wire was coming out of the back of the like fish. A, like a uh, paper clip mm-hmm. like unfolded. Yeah. Like somehow, mm-hmm. like how'd that wire get in yeah. there? Mm-hmm. And I remember taking the fish net and trying to knock the poop, the wire yeah. off. Save this little thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took a while before I realized it was poop. <laughs> we're, it was poop. Uh, we, were, we were kind of... Uh, uh, shockingly ignorant of basic, very basic stuff. nature. Everything poops. Things. <laughs> I every animal poops. Every animal poops. I guess you can't refute that. Is there anything that just like eats liquid? You know, that maybe wouldn't like a jellyfish. Yeah, I don't know. Does a jellyfish poop? It like just absorbs the energy of the thing. Like I don't think it consumes it. I think it like it absorbs like breaks the energy. Yeah, it, like, like it brings it. <laughs> it's like a bad guy in a movie or something. Yeah. It brings it in and then it like seeps the protein out of it or something. But then it does and, it dump the bones and stuff. Well, I think I think when it's done doing what it like disintegrating or breaking down yeah. whatever it it releases it that's poop i don't think it is i think it is it's I, all the stuff that didn't work it didn't take it's the excess no because you know using that logic technically when you i don't spit even... out the shells of the um of the uh sunflower seeds i mean that you that would be the same logic saying those shells would be poop hmm you don't know that's how jellyfish eats. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. Uh, what do you think that they, you can see right through them? They don't have a stomach or know. anything. Never, I've never seen a jellyfish. Eat. I got stung by a jellyfish. You did get stung by a jellyfish. Yeah. Sensitive area. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> not fun. Yeah, I've been stung by a jellyfish. It's yeah. not fun. No, if it hits you, I've been stung a couple times. If it hits you on the leg, it hurts. It's like but it's not. However many. Like, cause you'll you'll go back and you'll look at it, and there'll be like five dots right. or whatever. It's like five good bee stings yeah. all at once. That's what it feels like, which is painful. When it hit my leg, I felt it, like whip. Ugh. Yeah, that hurt. jellyfish are so scary. Yeah, because you just don't know where They're they evil. are swimming in the ocean. Yeah. And I'm not like a guy that's like afraid to swim in the ocean or anything. But there is that once you've gotten hit with one, you just can't see yeah. anything. And it could just happen at any time. Yeah. So at some point, you just have to disassociate the possibility of that happening and say, I'm just going to enjoy that. That's kind of like what life is. Yeah. Like you could get stung at any point, like a horrible thing could happen to you. Right. And you could sit around all day, every day, just thinking of all the horrible things that could happen and never experience anything. Or you could just say, you know what? Something bad is probably going to happen at some point, but there's really nothing I can do about I'm it right now. Live life. So I might as well just enjoy yeah. the waves and the wind and the... The wind and the waves. The I'm a sailor. I sail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, if you see a jellyfish in the water and there's a life, there's somebody on a raft beside you, you push the person off and then you just jump on the raft. 
Yeah, you let them get stung. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Do you remember going to Myrtle Beach and our grandpa would trap sand dollars under yeah. his foot? Mm-hmm. We'd go down. And then and we'd swim them. down, yeah. feel his foot, and then grab the sand dollar. And then you put them out in the sun and they dry yeah. out. I know. That was awesome. I don't know how he did that. Like I, how he felt them. So since I've been to the beach two or three times, the ocean since, and uh, I've tried to feel for them mm-hmm. with my feet. Yeah, so have I. I can't. I don't know what I'm looking And normally, for. given the nature of our grandpa, like just what we know about him, I would have said that he was lying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if he told well, it's, me. It's a good story. If, if he told me. I don't know if it's a lie. That, listen, I can catch. He, he liked enhancing stories. He was very good at enhancing stories. Yeah. S- some would call that lying. I think it's creative. Yeah, you picked up whatever that gene is, you yeah. picked that up. If if he had said, and I had never had any proof, and if I remembered him saying, listen, I can pick up sand dollars, or I can trap them under my foot, right? I would be like, no. Yeah. But you he did. did that once on accident, and then now you've turned this into something, like a skill that you have. Right. And I'm here to tell you, he had the skill, because yeah. it was like, every few minutes, you'd be like, hey, come here, you know, and you'd swim over there, and then you'd get it, and... Yeah. He could do it. We'd put him in a plastic bag, mm-hmm. put him out in the like sun. Like a bread bag. Yeah. Like it had to be a clear pa- plastic bag, I feel like. I don't remember. I feel like it did. But uh, a couple days later, they would sun out, they'd bleach out. Yeah. And then I don't know what we did with those. Do you have know. any? I don't know. No. I don't. If I do, I don't know where they're at. Mm. Um, so fish poop wire. <laughs> it was a great show. This is a good one. Yeah. What, what's this your... is going to go down in history. Uh-huh. Um, I hope I hope you're ready for the murder she wrote. I've got... We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I, I've got Jake and the Gopher written down, which would be a great sitcom, I feel like. Jake and the Gopher. Jake and the Gopher. Yeah. Jake and the Fat Man. Well, Jake and the Fat Man was great. Yeah. Did was you ever watch... That... I don't remember no, Jake. I, don't remember. I remember the name of it. Yeah, I just... The, you know, Jake and the Fat Man. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Jake's right. named after? Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. Uh, I uh, I did something today that is either going to be a great decision that I made or a horrible decision that I made. You ate Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> the sausage sandwich. No, oh. no. Um, that would either be... The, the possibilities there are... A perfectly fine decision or a horrible decision. Yeah. It's not great. You know, you're never going to uh, eat it. You I know. gotcha. This thing has a potential to be like, this is going to be great. Something we're going to talk about for the rest of our lives in a very positive way. You bought Bitcoin. I no. Oh. I listen. If I could go back in time, <laughs> have you ever thought about buying Bitcoin? Yeah. Have actually, you bought it? I do have some, Bitcoin. you have some Bitcoin. Yeah. I have the cash app and on the cash yeah. app, it shows you yeah. and you can buy it. I don't know. I, I just, some. I just don't have the, I don't know. You got money. I I got a little bit of money in the cash app. Not yeah. significant. You and should I've, buy it. I've thought about it, but I just the whole thing. I just, I'm not made for that. You know, I just feel like. I wish I would have. Uh, Chris Montooth. Remember Chris? Yeah. He put some, uh, he put $600 down on mm. a cryptocurrency. Yeah. Not Bitcoin, another one. Ouch. No, no, no like six months ago. Oh. And um, his portfolio went from $600 to $6,000. Really? Yeah. He took five hundred out and bought some golf clubs. It's a pretty good return. Yeah, five hundred dollars for golf clubs. Yeah, I don't know how much golf clubs cost, but that's a pretty good return. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, so it's what okay. were we talking about? The best thing you ever did. No, this was did. either. And meanwhile, we'll just let everybody know. Um, the Seven Eleven is uh, 
being used as a dance studio as well. Yeah. So there's some music going on in the background. You may or may not hear you it. You may or may not hear it, but I um, hear it. Things are yeah. not. I hear it loud and clear. Yeah. Things are not good at this at the Seven Eleven. Um, they're needing to well, rent out some extra they spaces. They were rioting, mm-hmm. and so they had to clear out some space out back mm-hmm. to yeah. allow for the rioting. Right. So even in the maintenance closet, which is what we're in, a maintenance closet yeah. of Seven Eleven. Um, even then. Yeah, we can hear the, the the music being, but it's not that big of a deal. We're just gonna act like it's not happening. It's really loud. It's pretty loud. So, Jason, <laughs> <laughs> here's what I did. I don't even know what, I, what what is going on. I don't know. It's insanity. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. But we are professionals, and yes. we're gonna focus. Uh-huh. And this will just be the background music yeah. to all of this. Yeah. This is your t- the best or the worst thing ever. You're talking this particular episode. So this thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is either the best. So this is either going to go down the as the episode that made us or the episode yeah. that broke us. We're trying a lot of new things tonight, and uh, if a lot I could of, go back in time and change a lot of anything, pieces. it would be this. I episode. feel like the camera has been moving somehow. Yeah, because every time you shake the table, jeez, <laughs> oh, I feel like it's okay. Yeah, well, stop. okay. Anyway, so Erica has been doing a puzzle. She likes to do puzzles. Okay. I don't like to do puzzles. Yeah. I'll sit down and do a puzzle. I'll do it for fifteen minutes. Yeah. It's Fine. It's yeah. not that big a deal. A couple of years ago for Christmas, I bought her a 2,000-piece puzzle. So yeah. normally she likes to do 500 yeah. to 1,000-piece puzzles. She really enjoys it. This was a 2,000-piece puzzle, and it was it was Santa Claus in his workshop, and it was just a lot of red and green, and it was like a painting. It was 50% so off in January. There were no, yeah, something like that. There were yeah. no like hard edges, so it was hard to know what goes to what. Yeah. And because it's so big... You know, one piece does not represent as big of a picture. Right. You know, they're tiny little things. It took us, I'm not exaggerating. First of all, I did it with her for like, I don't know, maybe an hour and then I completely gave up and then it was on her after that. And I said, well, I'll just sit here in the kitchen and watch movies while you do it. While she did it, I literally watched every Star Wars movie, Mm. episodes one through nine. It's like 20 hours. And Rogue One. Yeah. And all of the Mandalorian. Han Solo? Uh, and Han Solo, yes. Oh my god, that's like twenty four hours. I watched twenty eight hours, and still, I then I started watching Clone Wars after that. Oh my gosh, because I was on the Star Wars kick. So that's that two thousand piece puzzle. So she got another two thousand piece puzzle for her birthday, and she's been working on it. But this is a much. Are we still in the best and the worst thing? Yes. Ever? Okay. Yeah, I'm getting to it. But this is a much easier puzzle to do. It's much more kind of defined colors, and yeah. So she's almost done with it. It didn't take her very long. And uh, today, I, I made a statement. I was like, because I was looking at her kitchen table, and I was like, boy, if you had a 3,000-piece puzzle, mm. like, I, I wonder how big it would be on the table, you know? And she said, well, I don't, they don't even make 3,000-piece puzzles. I was like, of course they do. She's like, no, nah, I don't think so. I'm like, I'll, I'll, Amazon, like, I'll do it I'll immediately. And, yeah. of course, I was right. Well, then I, I, was, I was trying to find one that she would be interested in, and she was like, no, no. She has a very specific taste in puzzles. And then I found a 4,000-piece puzzle that is a world map. It's, it's, and it's got a lot of writing on it and stuff. It's not just the... It's, like it's, an old world map. It's, uh, no, not, not an old... It kind of looks like an old world map, but it's current. Like a risk board. It's current with the countries and stuff. But each individual country, like it's got like the Bay of Bengal. It's got like lots of writing on okay. it. You know, latitudes and longitudes and stuff. So there are a lot of like... Where you pick up a piece and you can see maybe a letter or something, indicators, oh, this is where this is going to go. You know, it's not just like all blue and green, you yeah. know. And it's, but it's 4,000 pieces, which is our kitchen table at home. It's, it basically fills, it'll fill the entire kitchen table. Yeah. 
And, uh, and I said, Levi would do this one with you. And she's in this moment right now where Levi's 17 yeah. and a half, and she's starting to feel him like yeah. float out of her grasps. And she was like, do you think so? I was like, oh, he'd like to do this one because he's a big fan of maps and stuff. And um, I, I showed it to him. He's a big fan of maps. He is. He's. It's weird. He's. He's a big fan he's of maps. He's gonna be a cartologist. Cart. Cart. Yeah, I don't know what that's called, but he he loves maps. Yeah. He. It's. Okay, it's, it's I don't thing. know why, but oh, he whatever. does. He didn't yeah. get it from me, but. So I showed it to him, and he was like, "Oh, I would actually love to do this." So I bought the four thousand piece puzzle. Yeah. And it's either gonna wreck our family and cause us to like all turn on one another yeah. until we get this thing done, because it will take up our entire entire kitchen table until yeah. I think it's gonna take months. I'm hoping to be done with it before the fall. <laughs> so it gets in on Saturday. And I either think it's going to be something we look back on and be like, remember when we did that? We all yeah. pitched in and did that puzzle together and we were watching Lord of the Rings while we did right. it. And remember how great that was? And that's when I was, you know, I, I was making coffee and, or it's going to be like, we're lit, we're like going to kill each other. Yeah. You know, we're like, it's going to cause fights and somebody's at some point going to flip the table when yeah. it's like 75% done. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I don't know which, 50 50. Both of those things are just as likely as the other. But um, I bought a four thousand piece puzzle. Today. This might actually cause Levi to leave the house. Yeah, it, it, that actually that the thing that might, was meant to keep them together <laughs> might be the thing that the drives going to drive him away. What I'd really like to do is set my phone up the whole time and do oh, a time uh, lapse. Time lapse. Yeah. You know, every time we do it, do a time lapse of it. Be an eighty so, hour movie time lapse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that'll work. It might yeah. take. I don't know how f- much you can time lapse things. You but. could take a picture a day. Just a picture every day, and yeah. then just do it like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then, so anyway, we'll see. I'll keep the viewer updated on, um, you know, whether this brings our family together, yeah, or drives them apart. You want to take a bet? <laughs> it could. Be I feel anything. like it could be one of the other. It, it could. Be we're not going to be done with it and be like, yeah, that was all right. We're either going to be like. I never want to do this again, or that was amazing. Should we do the Netflix suggestion of the week? Yeah. It's about that time. Okay. I got a good one this week. We'll see. I got a whole list of other things that I could talk about. Netflix, Netflix, watch these shows with the walls. Netflix, Netflix, maybe Hulu Plus. Netflix, Netflix, watch these shows with us. Netflix, Netflix, maybe Hulu Plus. Or maybe Amazon Prime or something like that, like YouTuber. We don't want to put a box around what you watch, so you never know. Jason, what is your Netflix suggestion of the week? My Netflix suggestion of the week is found on ESPN 30 for 30. Okay. You can find it. It's yeah. out there. Fi Slamma Jamma. That is about the 76ers? No. Oh. Houston. Right. College. With um, Clyde Drexler and Akeem Olajuwon. Right. For Houston. Yes. And um, not the a, Rockets. No, not the Rockets. Yeah. College, Houston University. Yeah. And are there someone dying out there? I don't know. It's it's a it's a whole thing. Um there was other players. Um those are the the primary two. Yeah. Um and they were 
known for dunking. <laughs> Slamma jamma. <laughs> they would dunk the ball. That's what that they did. sounds like somebody like something someone would say that's like never watched basketball they and would then only watched this documentary. The and they would they were it. known for um it's called dunking. Most people would lay <laughs> up the ball. I lay up. And th- yes. And some mm. people dunk. Some people and these people, they were known for dunking. Yes. When people thought dunking, <laughs> they thought th- them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that was it. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just poop all over. I was getting ready to go into it. Uh-huh. They were known for dunking. Well, for a while. <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> I was gonna. I was in the process. Of, I was trying to tell a story. Sorry. Listen. Sorry. I was stepping all over it. Dunking at a time. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time mm-hmm. where dunking was illegal. The, yes. You could not dunk the ball. Mm-hmm. Illegal. Yeah. Well, this team turns was, around. Was <laughs> <laughs> and they changed. Mm-hmm. They flipped the tables on it. They flipped well, the script. Well, it wasn't illegal when they were around, though. I know, but it, people got away from dunking. <laughs> they did? Uh-huh. Did they? But it was illegal. Uh-huh. So, yeah. this team comes around. Uh-huh. They're high flying. Did the dunking rule, did that happen around Wilt Chamberlain? I don't know. You know Wilt Chamberlain, a lot of rules changed because of him. Yeah. Did you know the free throw rule changed because of Wilt Chamberlain? Did you know this? Mm, maybe. When Wilt Chamberlain was a freshman coming into college, his uh, coach, which was... Uh, famous name, I forget. It doesn't yeah. really matter. His coach, they were asking about Will Chamberlain and what he's going to do this year. And he said, I predict this year Will Chamberlain will shoot 100% at free throws. He will be a 100% free. And they're like, that's impossible. And yeah. he's not even known for shooting. Right. I mean, how is that going to happen? He said he can dunk from the free throw line. Uh-huh. He'll ru- he'll stand at the uh, half court line yeah. and he'll run and he'll just jump and dunk it because he totally could. Yeah. And uh, so when they heard that, the NCAA, they changed the rule immediately and said, you know, you, you have to stand at the free throw line. You can't jump towards the basket. Isn't that hilarious? I would have liked to see I that. wish he never would have said anything. Yeah. And then he just showed up that first day and he could have made it through the first season. Everybody's like, look. Just like, like yeah. Is that Every is single game is like a dunk championship <laughs> where he's just like, you know. I think he get tired in the fourth quarter. Maybe. I don't know. He was like the NCAA high jump champion or something. Like yeah. he was an insane athlete. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so these these people they were known for dunking. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. And uh, there was, you know, that's it. I'm done. Okay. You're, make, you're right. making fun of me. It's good. All all, Go all of it. the the noise reminds me of something. Before I give my Netflix suggestion yeah. of the weekend, I'm serious about this. This is what I'm what I'm about ready to say. I'm not joking. I joke a lot. I, you know, I'd say some say too much. Some have said. <laughs> um, I would say 75 percent of what I say on the show is completely untrue. Even that might have been. Um, but um, this is true. We're looking for a new studio. <laughs> yes. And uh, not uh-huh. because of the, uh, the riots. Th- this, but the 7-Eleven's raising our rent. There's just a lot of... We want actually a slightly bigger room. Yeah. This this space, I know it looks big on camera, but it's a roughly like five feet by five feet. I can feet. touch that wall and that wall <laughs> yeah, at the it's, same time. It's, they're all... Everything's too close. Yeah. And uh, so we are looking for a new studio. So if anybody's out there... And you're in the Marion area. And you want to give us space. And you want to give us space for a studio. I'm serious about this. We're wide open. We have no money. <laughs> yeah, well, so wait a minute. That, yeah, that does need to be said. Yeah. 
Um, I'll make coffee, and uh-huh. if you're, you know, uh, you can drink coffee. Um, they can help produce the show if they want. Yeah, uh, but if you have a space that we could use weekly, we don't want to set up and tear down every week. No. We want to own and inhabit this space. Yes. Um, you know, and listen, one day we might be able to pay you for this space. Mm-hmm. That well, that's day, the plan. That day is not today. No. We're not doing that. We're personally, all the money that we're making for the podcast probably not next goes week towards either. what? What? Not, not today or next week. No. Or well, the week after. No. It's going to be a it's gonna Maybe be a, a year from now. Hopefully. That'd be nice. That's. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we are looking for a new studio space. So if yeah. anybody would like to, uh, all we need is or they an could, internet connection. Yeah. And actually, we don't even need that. Um, it'd yeah, be it'd nice. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. Internet and, and power. Power. We need power. Yes. And and other than that, we'll provide everything else. I mean, we don't need plumbing. I mean, it, I could, that would be nice too. I I'm going to say we do need plumbing because there's some times. I don't need plumbing. There's some times. A five gallon bucket. Okay. What's your Netflix suggestion of the week? That reminded me of a story. I don't think he's a friend of the show. I don't think he, but you know him, Mike Hill. We worked together at. Uh, See the one that would bury the farts in the couch. He did bury farts in couches. <laughs> Still does, probably. <laughs> he. Um, does he listen to the show? I, I'm sure he doesn't. Yeah. So we were working on a a, a job and a construction job. And sometimes these construction places don't provide toilets, yes. and he had to go yeah. numero dos. dos. And so uh, he just took a box, uh, just a <laughs> square box that mud was in previously, and went down into Drywall the, mud. Yeah, that drywall mud was in. And went down into the, there was kind of a, a it wasn't a basement, but like it was kind space. of a crawl space that had an entrance and an exit inside the house. So you could like store stuff it's down like a there. hatch. Yeah, it's like a hatch. Okay. And so he went down to the hatch with the box in order to, you know, do his business. And um, as he was down there, someone sees the homeowners pull up. Oh, and we're like, gosh. Mike. And he's like, oh, gosh. And so he <laughs> wrapped it up or whatever. And he jumped up and closed the hatch, you know, and then everything was fine. And then like a couple of but weeks after the job was done, we realized we never yeah. got rid of that. So that that's a thing that happened. It's still it's there probably now. still there today. Oh my gosh. I hope someone found it and was like, what is this? And then <laughs> opened it up. So my Netflix suggestion you of the week is, who hasn't? You- <laughs> I have. <laughs> Honestly. I don't really want to tell that story, though. <laughs> I feel like it's incriminating in a way that Statue of Limitations it has not could gone over on that yet. Come back to yeah. I'll tell that story in private company, but for the whole world to know, <laughs> it's gonna have to. I think we're gonna have to wait at least four or five more years before I do that. <laughs> it was nothing lewd or anything. It's not like I did anything really wrong. You could get put on a special registry. It's possible, but <laughs> I had to go. So, all right. My Netflix suggestion of the week is. On Netflix, it's mm-hmm. called "This Is a Robbery: okay. The World's Biggest Art Heist." Mm. So it's a documentary. It's episodic. I think there are three or four episodes. I think. Okay. And it is about in 1990. Uh, there's the this museum in Boston. It's the largest art heist in history. These people stole 13 paintings, Rembrandt paintings. Very. The the Rembrandt painting. In is that particular, the name of a band? Rembrandt. Uh-huh. I don't think so. Okay. It's there's an artist pretty famous one anyway they stole uh, a couple of his paintings some others and uh, the estimated value at the time of all the paintings they stole was 
um, like something like half a billion dollars That's or something money. like that. Like it was, yeah. it was a lot. And um, the, nef- the, 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 the documentary is very good. Like it's very well done and you're very engrossed in it the whole time. You're like, this happened in 1990. And at one point you hear one of the FBI agents talking and he talks about getting the case in the year 2010. And you're like, man, this thing really stretched out before they figured this thing out. And so I'm super into it, like super into it. And um, now Erica's watching, Levi's watching, and we're all like want to find out what happened. And then all of a sudden the documentary ends they never Nothing. got the guys. They don't know where it is. They don't know exactly who stole it. They got some pretty good leads, but that's it. And it was super it was a waste disapp- of a documentary. It was yeah. a total waste. The whole time I'm like, all right, I want I just want to see what happens. Yeah. I want I want some conclusion in this thing. And it ends and they have they literally have never uh, uh, they've never recovered one of the paintings mm. that were lost. They don't know where any of them are. They got a pretty good idea that the Italian mob was involved, but they're not 100% sure. They know what happened. Two guys walked. It, it was St. Patrick's Day like night. And so in Boston, that's a big day for cops on the other side of town. So they 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 timed this thing up pretty good. That was the perfect night to do this crime because you know St. Patrick's Day is a big day in Boston. Everybody's on this other side of town. So they go in and they dress up um, as police officers, Boston City police officers. Okay. And so they ring the the bell or whatever on the outside. And they said, hey, police, you know, we got a report about a disturbance here. We want to come check it out. And then, so the security guard says, oh, okay. And so he lets them in. They walk in and they say, hey, walk behind the desk. You know, there's there's a report on you. And the guy, you know, walks around. And once he gets behind the desk, then he can't press the buzzer. Mm. So these guys must have even known that. And uh, then they zip tie him up and the other security guard. They put him in the basement. They put duct tape around them. And then they um, spend 81 minutes inside the place cutting artwork out of frames, rolling them up and going away. And that's all that they know. You know, maybe one of the security guards was in on it. They're not sure. That maybe it was the Italian mob, maybe it was the Irish mob. They don't know. So I mean, was it, it, it was kind of like worth watching because it was good. Like I would tell you to watch it, but I would have liked to have known going yeah. in on it. This is not. This is just telling you what happened. You wouldn't have watched it if you knew there was no conclusion. I, I might have, maybe. I don't know. I might not have. I don't know. It, it. I certainly would have liked to have known. Yeah. You know, like that. It was like I don't know. Maybe make the title like unsolved robbery. The yeah. world's biggest art heist. Yeah, but it's but maybe they did what they did because people like they me suckered you. They it. suckered me into it. You know, I've been liking to do lately. What have you been liking to do? Why do you say yeah? Mock me. You like said that. that. I'm just repeating what you said. Uh, Dateline. NBC. Dateline. No, I don't remember the last time I watched Dateline. I don't watch it. There's a podcast. There's a Dateline podcast. Yeah, it's basically just the audio of the original <laughs> okay. airing of it. All right. But uh, I've been listening to it. Who hosts Dateline now? Seems like when we were kids, there was a guy that was pretty popular Dateline know. host. His Ted name Koppel. Was like S- Ted Koppel. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but the guy... Um, Famous Dateline hosts... Man, that music is just, it just never quite uh, stops, does it? Dad's calling Apparently, me. Apparently, uh, Jane Pauley hosted, yeah, Tom nice. Brokaw hosted, Ann Curry, Matt Lauer, Katie Couric, Brian Williams, Bryant Gumbel. 
So everybody's hosted. So th- that's why I think a famous person hosted because a lot of people did. So you're you're listening to Dateline podcast. Yeah, a lot of it's like true crime mm-hmm. type of stuff. They're investigating murder mm-hmm. and lies and deception, yeah. things like that. Yeah, it's interesting. I like it. Have you ever thought about robbing a bank? Yeah, frequently. Frequently. Yeah. How would you do it? Like if I told you, Jason, you got to go rob that bank right now or how much do I got to get? You got to get See, that's the thing. If I just got to get the money out of the register and leave mm-hmm. or do I got to get into the vault? Cuz right. that's a whole different thing. To get into the vault, you need the bank manager and a set of I'm going to say you're going to need to get at least $100,000. Oh, banks don't have that. Not even in the whole bank? No. 50,000? Maybe I doubt that. Have they like, There's have they pe- like manufactured like a, a like a roller coaster in the other room or something? Like, what is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I are those screams of terror <laughs> or screams of joy? I'm about ready to scream in terror. Yeah. Well, um, I would say the fifty thousand be the high end. Okay, let's like say the you banks need here 50, in Marion. Let's say you're gonna uh, need to rob. Okay, how about this? How about this? Jason, you need to rob banks until you get $100,000. How would rob, you do it? Okay, I would Okay, if I was going to rob anything to get $50,000, mm-hmm. it would be a armored truck. Okay. And how would you go about doing that? I mean, you would need force. Force is the only way to do it. Or inside job. Some sort of dart gun, maybe that puts the guy tranquilizer, sleep. tranquilizer. Inside job would be the best way. There's to usually go. two guys. Yeah, you pay them off. You pay those guys off. Yeah, like, dude, what day is the day that you guys collect a million dollars in a day? And then, I will give you fifty thousand. But I say, you, I say, I'll give you fifty thousand in two years. You know what I mean? Like, we need to let the dust settle. Yeah, I'll give you fifty thousand in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And is that traceable? No. That's how come Bitcoin's a big deal, really, because uh, it's it's not traceable. Hmm. They don't know how much you have. They don't really? know what you're spending it on. Hmm. So, can I buy things on Amazon with Bitcoin? Not Amazon. Oh. More, more and more places are opening up Bitcoin as a pay option. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So, I think uh, I think that's what you do. Inside job, you go say, "Listen, life is tough. They pay twelve dollars an hour. I mm-hmm. get it. I pay fifty thousand cash mm-hmm. or Bitcoin or whatever you want. Yeah, I'm gonna come rob you. Mm-hmm. I will not kill you. Yeah." I will not shoot a gun, but I'm yeah. going to have a gun. Yes. This is how this is going to play out. Will you have a loaded gun? Yes. If someone shoots me, I'm going to shoot back. <laughs> but I would not preemptively I see. shoot mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. But you got to respond with force. So you feel like that's the best way to illegally get a lot of cash in yeah. one, at one time. Yeah, I think so. Still pretty risky. Yeah, because you, you're going to no matter have what have, you do, it's going to be risky. You're going to have to have a getaway vehicle. In this situation, yeah, motorcycle, motorcycle. That's uh-huh. how you go. Yeah, motorcycle. It's fast. Mm-hmm. Electric. Can you motorcycle. can you carry? I mean, how much? If it's a million dollars cash, how much? I mean, I don't think you can a, fit a million dollars bag. cash on a in a duffel bag. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I've done it. <laughs> So a million dollars cash in a duffel bag on a motorcycle, bing, bang, boom. You work it out with these two guys. Yeah. I'm going to give you $50,000 in Bitcoin, and then I'm gone. Yeah. And then where do you go after that? 
I have a million the country. Basically, I have a million cash. You just go to Mexico, right? Yeah, I mean, you could live on the beach at Cancun forever for a million dollars. Yeah, you're a king. I don't know if Cancun would be the spot. I wouldn't go to Cancun. Touristy. Puerto Vallarta. I looked up. I looked up uh, murder per capita mm. in the world. Yeah, and like seventeen of the top twenty are Mexico. So just I'm saying, drug do your cartel. research. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, did you know Bermuda? Bahama, is, come on, come pretty, mama. pretty mama, <laughs> uh, is a British um, province. Okay, so it's British controlled. Okay, I think maybe Bermuda. You feel like that's the way to go. Yeah, you just get a little hut on the beach. Yeah, you know, just live out your life, yeah. spending your million dollars. Yeah. Okay, it'd be nice. I asked my wife one time, how often. When you're driving by a bank, do you have the thought like, I wonder if I could rob that? And she looked at me aghast and was like, I've never had that thought before. I'm like, I don't believe that. Everybody, don't you feel like everybody's thought about that? Like Stella, you walk have in, you thought about that? Yeah, of, yeah, co- of, of course, course you have. Yeah. Or you walk into a bank, you think, eh, I wonder what it would take for me to knock this place off. Yeah, see, that's the thing. The truth is most banks don't carry that much cash. Yeah. They don't. Hmm. Cash is going away. Yeah. There will be very, very soon. Everything's going to be digital. Yeah. There's going to be a digital U.S. dollar. Mm-hmm. So right now, like on all the markets, it's USD. Yeah. Like U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like probably USDD, U.S. digital dollars. Mm. And it's all going to be... That'll be what it is. It's going to be digital money. Hmm. You will not have physical money. Not looking forward to that. So tell us about Murder, She Wrote really quick. Um, I just forgot, Jason. I didn't get home... Two weeks in a last row. Last night. I didn't get home... Earlier in the day, I told Erica, I got to watch Murder, She Wrote tonight. And then uh, I didn't, I had a long day yesterday and I didn't get home till like after 10 o'clock and I was so tired, I forgot. I just went to sleep and I literally, then I woke up and got started right away today and I literally didn't even think about it until like an hour and a half ago. You were like 30 minutes from here and I was like, I don't even have time because it's, it's a, a double, double episode. episode. So we're not going to talk about Murder, She Wrote, but definitely next week. Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, season five, (laughs) episodes 21 and 22. Erica got a ticket today. First time, I think, since we've been married. Did it just happen? Uh, I saw her. No, it happened a few hours ago. Okay. She turned right on red uh, from university onto 95, and apparently there's a sign there that says no right on red, and they gave her a $130 ticket. Oh, my gosh. For turning right on red gonna come out of her allowance i told her don't worry everyone makes mistakes i'm not upset you shouldn't be upset either everything's fine inside furious just do you know what i could rate how much was it 130 130 dollars you know what i could do with 130 dollars yeah instead we're giving it to joe biden i assume he's the one that gets it if trump was president That'd she would different. not have gotten that ticket. Are you, you turn right on red all day long. <laughs> all day. <laughs> so anyway, she got her ticket today. And uh, on the outside, I'm pretending like it's not a big deal. Yeah. But in reality. And she'll never listen to the show, so she won't. Oh, never. Yeah. She listens less than Stella, and Stella doesn't even pay attention. <laughs> She's here every she, week. She's here, which does make <laughs> it worse. Okay. All right. This is Dan signing off for Jason, reminding you to always keep your stick on the ice and never wear the blue sweats. Sit, boo, boo, sit. Good. I have spoken.